Hello, hello, you are listening to Lyrical Audio Candy Tour. This is where we explore books, poetry, and quotes that please every taste. So, come on, let's go, I'll hold your hand. (laughs) Literary treats, oh wait. Good morning, everyone. This is Ali Moon. Thanks for joining me. This is Lyrical Audio Candy Tour. As you know, it is 8.21 a.m. I'm just sipping my coffee, trying to prepare for this episode. So I'm just casually preparing. What is this episode about? It is about the perfume company called Room 1015. Specifically, we're going to do just a little sort of review on one of the fragrances called Cherry Punk. And uh, yeah, that's basically what we're going to do. I've never done a perfume review. I don't know the first thing about it. (laughs) So we're going to just fly by the seat of our pants here. Yeah. All right. Hang tight. Okay, I've always wanted to belong to some sort of club that gives you fragrances every month. And finally, I found one online called Scentbird. So what you do is you choose what kind of subscription you want. You could do one fragrance a month. You could adjust it and do it every three months. You could choose three per month, whatever you want. And then you fill up your queue with different fragrances that you'd like. You can read the reviews, you can read what kind of notes are in the fragrance, and they'll send them to you. They'll describe them as unisex, male, female, all of that sort of thing. So I decided to throw Cherry Punk onto my queue because it sounded like something I've never worn in my entire life. I tend to lean toward more of the clean florals. Um, more of the jasmines and sometimes rose. Sometimes uh, I like the fruity scents like apple and pear, that kind of stuff. Something really, really clean and fresh. And this was not anything like that. So I, I thought, hey, I'm part of this club. They give you this small sample size. It's, um, When you get the actual dispenser, it's just like a little spray bottle, super skinny, and it has 120 sprays in it, so it's not a huge commitment. It is about $16.95 per sprayer, which is not bad. I mean, if you bought a huge bottle of perfume that you weren't in love with, you'd have to spend, it could be $85, it could be $125. Um, just depends on the fragrance, I suppose. So anyway, that was my first exposure to this fragrance. When I first sprayed it in the air, I was like, Ooh, I don't know about this one. (laughs) I don't know about this one, because as you know, as you spray perfume in the air on a card, when you go to like Macy's or whatever, how it smells on the card is not necessarily how it's going to smell on your skin. And as your skin kind of warms the fragrance up, it changes. 
And have you noticed that the same fragrance on your friend doesn't smell the same, not exactly the same as it does on you? Okay, so I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through who created room 1015. Just a little backstory about that, because I'm always curious about, oh, what's the mastermind of this whole thing? And why, why did he decide to call it room 1015? Well, there's an interesting little inspiration there. And then we'll go through the nitty gritty of this. And I'm literally going to spray it in the air and try to relive it, like what it smells like in the air and what it smells like on my skin and that kind of thing. So, all right, hang on for that. Okay. So when you go to the website, room 1015, they have this nice little heading where it says fragrances, limited editions, music, videos about us, stockists, and journal. When you click on about us, it kind of goes through the story of how he started to create this company. Okay. His name is Michael Parchuche, AKA Dr. Mike. He's a pharmacist, actually. I'm just going to read a little bit of this article on the actual website. Okay. He started out as a doctor of lotions and potions, a myths, an army of pillboxes. Despite the musicality of the complicated names, this was a prison sentence of eternal boredom for the apothecary with crow black hair and tattooed skin inked with symbols of rebellion. Fleeing the discipline of the pharmacy, he threw himself heart and soul into hypnotic rhythms, piercing melodies, torturous solos, in short, psychedelic rock. The guitar was his salvation. Michael stage-dived into rock that enhances the fields of consciousness. It's treacherous delirium, it's carnage and devastation, it's flamboyance and immoderation. It's romanticism caught between revolt and desolation. Now a rocker by trade, Dr. Mike moved to London for five years, where he learned the ropes on tour and on stage. Back in France, he decided to unite his two passions in his own fashion. At the crossroads of skincare and music, he found fragrance, treating the illness of anonymity with powerful scented potions, bandaging vacant souls with perfumes featuring perfect accords, countering the effects of the passing time with indelible trails. So that's interesting. It's very interesting that he would be an apothecary and then start to create perfume that is very unique. It's very unique perfume, almost a rebellious type of perfume. Okay, now, where does the name Room 1015 come from? Did he pull it out of his hat? No, he didn't. <laughs> In this uh, About Us section, it tells you where exactly it came from. I'll read it. 
Rumor has it that Holiday Inn rooms had an annoying reputation for being as boring as they were destructive to the soul. When you put wild animals in a cage and keep them in a confined space, it's no surprise if they end up out of control. After all, they're born to be wild. So furniture goes flying. Fire extinguishers start spraying. Beds break and walls crack. When the California heat wilts the palm trees and burns rubber tires, rock and roll turns the volume up to 11. There's an uncontrollable urge to break everything, to turn everything upside down. The riot house trembled on one, on more than one occasion, but never fell down. Here it is, here it is. Wait for it. <laughs> In 1972, a TV flew out of room 1015 and landed 10 floors below in a corner of the parking lot. Keith Richards and Bobby Keys, the Stones' sax player at the time, didn't think it worked very well. Q-E-D. So, yeah. Room 1015, I did pull that up, and there are some historic um, occurrences (laughs) in that room. But actually, many hotel rooms have lots of stories to tell with rockers uh, destroying the property. So it isn't just for 10, from 1015, there are many. So that's who created this brand. And now let's spray it in the air and talk about it. I know the anticipation is killing you, isn't it? You want to hear that spray, don't you? Well, you're going to have to wait a little bit. (laughs) You're going to have to sit on your chair with your hands underneath your butt and just wait. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, uh, so when you're on the website, you can pull up fragrances and then you click Cherry Punk. To describe it, the bottle is just as you would think. It is bright cherry red. The cap is black. The writing is black. It's Room 1015 Cherry Punk Eau de Parfum. All right. So it tells you the price. You can add it to your bag. It's 100 mLs. So under the title, it says Fruity and Provocative. They have such a cool little display about it. It's so much more than just a fragrance. It's, it's a story. He has a little story here. Should I read the story to you? Since, you know, this is Lyrical Audio Candy Tour, where I read books. Yeah. Stories. Okay, I'll read the story to you. 10.45 a.m. She's always late, sipping her cherry Coke mixed with port. The spiky mimosa in army boots opens the Westwoods shop at King's Road. You would wait for an hour just to see her twirling around with the new vinyl records. The sedentary violet in a spray-painted leather jacket, lost in a sweet reverie. Her lipstick burns your skin. The jasmine white frills of her blouse gives you the hint of romance. But don't get it wrong. Maybe the sex, the store created by Vin... Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaurin. Oh my God, I'm horrible with names. 
is for the rebels, but it still sells. Seven pounds for the pistols. No coins, please. God save the queen. Okay, that last part was a little weird, but <laughs> whatever. Um, I can totally picture this. I can completely picture this little, pretty little punk girl uh, sipping cherry Coke. Oh, yeah. Okay, now we move along from the story down to inspiration. Okay, this is actually from Dr. Mike, the pharmacist. All right, 430 Kings Road, London. This is where it all begins. Cool kids with bleached hair, swapping rare vinyl records, distressed denim, hand-painted leather, latex tartans, prints that would make your parents blush and lock you in the house for the whole summer. Did punk invent fashion? or fashion-invented punk? From underground clubs to the national TV, punk always had its own style, its own press, its own movies, its own poetry. So we figured it should have its own fragrance. Loud like the rehearsal in the room without sound isolation, powerful like youth riot, but still sweet and romantic. The idealism of adolescence wrapped in a heavy, leather jacket. I like that. Okay, here are the fragrance notes. Uh, I want to learn a little bit more about how they decide uh, the notes of things. I, you know, I don't know anything about this, but I will learn. Okay, so the head note? Is this a cut? Like, I want it has head note, heart note, base note. Is this a common perfume term? Head, heart, and base? Or is this just this? I don't know. Head note cherry, saffron, Szechuan pepper. Heart note violet, jasmine, absolute, and mimosa. Base note patchouli, tonka bean, and black leather. Now, when I look at the scent bird card that they give you with almost every fragrance, to be honest, sometimes they miss giving you one. Um, I did receive a card and the notes that it had on here were cherry, saffron, Szechuan pepper, violet, and black leather. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Are you sitting ready and willing to embrace this new scent. Okay, let's do it. I'm gonna try to get it close to the microphone. Oh, I sprayed the microphone. <laughs> okay. It's wafting to me. This is a very familiar smell to me now because I started uh, Scentbird in February and uh, this was one of the first fragrances I got. I've worn this so many times. I decided to start wearing it to the gym because I didn't think it was appropriate to wear to work. <laughs> okay, so what do I smell first? A sweetness. At this point in the bottle, it doesn't feel all that leathery to me. When I smell it, I smell sweet. I smell cherry. And I smell something that nobody else smells or lists on here. 
I smell tobacco. Okay. To me, it smells like you're in a cigar shop and somebody is sampling a cherry cigar or maybe cherry pipe tobacco. That's what it smells like to me. And it's really comforting. I like it. It's, um, it reminds me of the Renaissance Festival when you go to the little cigar shop area in the Renaissance Festival. Um, it reminds me of my dad smoking Swisher Sweets or um, just his pipe tobacco growing up, which is a comforting smell to me. When I first started spraying this, I smelled the leather more so. And it seems like over time, for some reason, the leather has kind of gone away. And I don't know if that's a common thing. So anyway, that is the experience that you can get with this perfume. I think it's worth it's worth it if you want something different. You know, it's a unisex type of perfume. All right, moving along. They even have what this wonderful unisex fragrance would smell like in music format. It says, listen to your fragrance. You can hit a button. It's composed by Pat Dam Smith. Here we go. Okay, that was just a little, little sample of it. So when I first smelled it, I wasn't too sure. When I started wearing it, it changed. It was spicy. It was different. And I like that. I wore it to the gym. I've worn it shopping. I could even see myself wearing it to a club. If I, if I was a clubber, you know. If I went out to dance clubs, which, hey, never say never, um, <laughs> I think it'd be a fun place to wear that. Would I wear it to work? Eh, I lean toward more of the like clean, green, floral, sweet kind of fragrances at work. But any other place where you want to let your hair down, <laughs> I would say this is a great fragrance for that. All right. Now. Let's go back into the website and hit fragrances, okay? Now, you'll see all of these different fragrances, and we will go through the ones that I've received um, in future episodes. So you'll see the beautiful colors of the bottles. So one of them is Purple Mantra, which I do have, and I will go through that. I have one called 1015 which is a gray bottle. I will go through that. I have a couple other ones in my queue that we'll go through. Anyway, the other thing is that you don't have to get the big bottle through this website. You can actually get small ones. They're called pocket editions. And so it's not a huge commitment to it. You can, you know, it's kind of like a sample, but not really a sample. Um, 
just so that you don't have to completely commit yourself to a fragrance that maybe you don't especially love. They have smaller bottles as well. Cherry Punk comes as a 50 ml. It's half the price, roughly. And they also have a sample pack of all of the fragrances. Yeah, little tiny samplers of all of them. That is super tempting, honestly. <laughs> so anyway, you can find this fragrance, I'm sure, in many, many areas of the world, wherever you buy fragrances, but this just happens to be the website. All right, moving along to the outro. Wait a second. We're not going to move to the outro. <laughs> no, no. I completely forgot about my Pinterest board I started probably about a week ago. Oh my goodness. I forgot. All right. If you go to Pinterest, look me up. Lyrical A-C-T. Okay. I have a beautiful Pinterest board entitled Room 1015. And this is just the springboard to what I'm going to start doing on here periodically. Perfume reviews. I've got a picture of a television because of the 1015 throwing the television out the window. I've got smoke. I've got incense. I've got Rolling Stones because that's, that's the band that threw the television out of room 1015. I've got apothecary symbols. Uh, Mick Jagger. Oh, he's very cute. Um, mm, I've got cherries. I've got the runaways. Remember that song, Cherry Bomb? That was great. So that's kind of a visual treat for you. And I also have some wonderful poetry. That is something I want to insert in here before I go. So let's do that right now. Hang tight. tried to find poems that kind of um, made me feel like this perfume. So if we can describe this perfume in music terms, I think we can describe it in poetry terms as well. All right, let's, uh, let's find this one. Okay. It's by Beauty Queen by Liba Bray. It's eyeshadow and lipstick and sex and mystery and magic and transformation and fun. And nobody's taking that away from me. <laughs> Ooh. This one's by Victoria Erickson. Magic and madness, calm and chaos, beauty and exhaustion. Dirt and air, grit and grace, all necessary, all divine, all part of the tapestry I paint with courage, create with trust and bow to with gratitude. This one is by Nikita Gill. I chose it because it just makes me think of a, a young young, maybe punk girl wearing her fishnets and her combat boots and a leather jacket, going to a coffee shop, meeting her boyfriend who is maybe a bad boy. That's why I chose this one. It's entitled Tiny 
Stories. No one warns little girls how boys with such pretty eyes, who smell like smoke, who taste like rain, who talk like silver, are reasons behind tear-soaked pillows, half-finished poems, and so many sad dreams. <laughs> Yay! And of course, I will pick a Rolling Stones. It's not really a poem, it's just part of the lyrics. Um, I thought this one fit, just because the bottle is just this bright, brilliant cherry red. And uh, it kind of colors your world a little bit. Okay. All right. This is just very short and sweet. All right. She comes in colors everywhere. She combs her hair. She's like a rainbow. <laughs> This is the real and true outro, people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was really fun to create. I have been thinking about it for the past week or two, just kind of letting it marinate in my brain. Um, I start creating episodes on Pinterest. So if you follow me on Pinterest, you can kind of see the boards pop up and you're like, oh, she's working on something. Because oftentimes I'll create the board and I'll let it sit. I'll let it marinate for a while, kind of uh, get my brain ready for what I want to throw out here. And um, yeah, so this is this is 1015 on Pinterest. You can find it from 1015. I hope you learned a little bit about Cherry Punk, room 1015, the company, and Scentbird. That's also a really huge influence in my life right now. All the different scents that I get to wear. You almost get to choose who you want to be that day. <laughs> if a perfume can change your persona, change your mood, maybe make you feel something, hey, it's worth the money. I always get excited when I have a shipment every month. So I want you to have a good week. It's Monday. Happy Monday, Manic Monday. And I will catch you later. This one just kind of um, makes me think of a young kind of punk woman with a leather jacket going to see her boyfriend at a coffee shop or something, and maybe he's not the best. <laughs> maybe he breaks her heart. So anyway, that's why I chose this one. Nikita Gill. This is the author, Nikita Gill. It's entitled Tidy... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I should throw in a blooper. I haven't done that for a while. Tidy stories. Ah, okay. <laughs>